We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to The Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Brendan Cam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. It's great to meet you. Great to, uh, great to have you here, too. So uh, you guys have quite the story of the brand that you've built. And on this podcast, we like to talk about the startup world, the good, the bad, the gritty, pun intended, uh, of, of that process on here. But before we get into what's going on with, with your brand and, 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 and your startup and, and how you guys have evolved, let's talk a little bit about you and help our listeners understand a little bit about your story. Sure. So um, I actually started my career in advertising, uh, media planning, uh, you know, deciding what, who's going to put what ads where. Um, and as I grew through that industry, uh, I ended up in a sort of niche area of it called media barter. I was actually trading like distressed assets for advertising time, meaning literally I was taking like old airplanes from American Airlines and turning them into advertising credits. Really cool business. Um, but I actually happened to start that doing that in 2006. Um, and like a lot of things in the world, I got lucky in a way and that when the economy tanked, that business, as you can imagine, based on what we did, took off. Um, and so I was part of this company where I was, I don't know, maybe the 15th employee or so. And uh, over the next sort of seven years, I think we grew to 300 employees and seven international offices. And uh, I kind of rose to the top of their sales and client services uh, org chart. And it gave me that bug that, hey, man, that was really cool to grow like that. Uh, and that was sort of my impetus to get into the startup world, because that little business was part of a bigger uh, advertising conglomerate holding company. Um, so you always had that sort of mom above you who could help you. Um, but I really wanted to do that again. And so that's what led me into the startup world. Um, and what I found in the startup world, you know, you didn't, you couldn't rely on your brand, right? It was, you were something new, you were trying to sell something. And so I would always fall back on building relationships. Um, that was kind of the key. I'm not the slickest sales guy in the world, but I was always pretty good about, you know, having a genuine and authentic relationship with people. Um, and that's ultimately where thanks um, the startup I've, I've started now and, and run for the last six years now um, came from. It was this idea of building relationships. You know, we'd always do these things in advertising where um, I'd send you some swag, right? A, a notebook with my logo on it, a pen, a sweatshirt. But that's really about me. I mean, that's promoting my brand, not about you, uh, the person I'm trying to build a relationship with. And it's really hard. Uh, even if you want to just do something like build, like buy someone a cup of coffee, um, there's an expense report you have to do. You have to worry about, you know, a compliance rule. Are they allowed to accept something even like a cup of coffee? And so uh, we ended up building thanks really with this intention of, hey, man, what if there's this platform where I could do something small? I could send you a, a cup of soup because you weren't feeling well or an Uber ride because you were in New York and it's raining and, you know, you could skip the subway. I'm going to cover your ride today. Just a, a small thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it would be, you know, thoughtful and 
all the things that come along with having to do that, like those compliance rules, what budget it comes from, the expense report, we would build the software to take care of it. And that's ultimately what we built with Thanks. Um, we wanted people to be able to really focus on the relationship building and appreciation and thoughtfulness and not worry about all the backend things that kind of prevent you from doing that in a business setting a lot of times. Love it. Gross, grossly underrated and needed in this world, especially after the past uh, couple of years. We'll get into that in just a minute here. But so uh, thanks is the brand without the A. How'd that come together? Yeah. So uh, it turns out thanks with the A is quite expensive. So that was one uh, blocker. Uh, interestingly, we actually didn't even have the dot com when we started. We were thanks.biz. Um, which we convinced ourselves was just fine because we were a, a B2B platform, you know, it wasn't really meant for the consumer. Sure. Um, but, you know, you quickly realize you kind of need that.com. So we said, all right, we'll spend a few bucks on that. And we, we were able to acquire that. And then we said, man, we should get that A. Uh, turns out uh, a large conglomerate owns that, which I won't mention. And uh, negotiation of looking at several million dollars that we didn't have. And we said, you know what? It's cool to not have the vowel. There's plenty of startups that act that way. So, right, right. You start going down the list. Yahoo, Google. I mean, these names <laughs> stuck. Okay. Thanks without an A. It's sticking, ladies and gentlemen. You're making it a thing. Right. We don't have the A in our name because it saved us a couple million dollars moving forward. And we're going, <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. 100%. It keeps you, it's keeping us responsible, financially responsible over here on here. But no, okay. I, I do like the, and like you're in this day and age, if, if, if positioned correctly and the branding is done right, it, it, it's, it doesn't, the, the name does complement the brand, obviously, with what you guys go and do. Right. Um, but um, it's not as drastic as it was, I guess, pre internet. I don't know if you could. Uh, That's right. <laughs> leave A's out pre-internet. So no, no, no. Texting helps it. Right. <laughs> so this platform is a B2B platform. Uh, let's chat a little bit about why brands need it and what you guys do to solve a solution. I was checking out the website earlier and it said request a demo. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm assuming there's uh, you know, you guys got a platform that integrates for brands to be able to, to, to leverage and use. So how's that all work? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we kind of start with the, the sales team, that, that person building these sort of external relationship, because that's one of the hardest things to do. Um, just given the, the volume of what you're expected to do if you're a BDR or an account executive, um, and also all those rules that can kind of go around that. Um, so we really focus there. And the thought is, look, everyone in those positions has a t and &E budget, um, but a lot of times it's that $500 dinner at the end of the quarter, probably with the same client you kind of always do it with because you're comfortable with them and you enjoy them. And that's fine. That's good. But man, if you could replace that with 50 or 60 small gestures of appreciation, these little everyday things to all these people, and then I can connect that to your CRM and show you, uh, hey, look, these deals are going to move through your pipeline faster. You're going to get more of them through. Um, and I can show you that almost in real time just by doing these little thoughtful things, right? It's not, it's purposely not a big item. It's not, hey, I'm going to send you these golf clubs if you take that meeting. It's, oh, you know, you mentioned you have a dog. So I'm sending you a, a, a mini pet makeover from Petco, which is one of my favorite things on our platform. Um, it's just that like, hey, I was listening, right? And that kind of jumps you to the front of the line in someone's mind and ideally actually builds a real relationship between you and a, a prospect, a client, whoever it might be. Um, so that's kind of the, the key person we're looking at in any organization. But um, from there, we tend to grow into you know, HR. Uh, a manager typically has some sort of budget for their team. And you go and you do your one team event in a month. And that's fine. But man, wouldn't it be cool if uh, that that person on my team who put the extra hours in this week and I could give them, you know, I know they're going to watch the, the bills bills game this weekend. So big Buffalo fan, I'm going to give them wings and a beer, you know, and I can just shoot it right over through email. Um, you know, I know I, I've got the budget to do it. 
and it's super simple for them to redeem it. That's kind of the idea. Let's make this simple and frequent uh, so that it becomes part of the zeitgeist, part of the thing you do every day. So it's it's a tool to be able to, to, to further and build relationships, but it's also a tool to move deals to the pipeline. Yeah. Look, there's always that sort of ROI component to it. Um, I think, you know, I don't want people focused on that. That will come if you focus on the right thing, which is being thoughtful and doing the right thing. Um, I know a lot of times people are like, well, can I drop it into a sequence in sales loft and it's going to be part of my whole flow. And we absolutely can do that. Um, but I encourage people to really not just sort of throw it out there and be generic about it. You know, if you're going to put it in sort of a sequence, you're in sales, um, why not trigger it? Right. We've got things where you can say, Hey, uh, everyone who's in my pipeline who's in San Francisco. The next time it hits, you know, 40 degrees there. I want a hot chocolate to go out to everyone. So at least put that little extra, like, Hey, there's a reason I was thinking about you and what I'm doing here. Um, so that's kind of that layer that we try to put on people and, and help them think through. It reminds me of a story I heard Gary V talk tell probably 10 years ago when somebody went in and bought a gigantic order of wine from wine library TV. And he had his team go hunt down this guy and do research on him and figure out what he likes and what he likes to do. Turns out the guy was a Jake Cutler fan. Uh, and at the time was playing for the Chicago bears and they sent the guy a signed Chicago bears Jersey after that Amazing. large order, the guy called in and said, I don't know why this showed up. I love the wine, but this is incredible. And you've got my business for life. <laughs> exactly. And that's it, right? It's that little extra thought. And yeah. so if you can make that easy for people to do with everyone, instead of just the big wine order, it's, well, Hey, I just appreciate you taking a meeting with me. Right. Sure. Now, a Cutler signed Jersey at that stage is not appropriate, yeah. but something smaller might be. And as you move along in your relationship, they do become a, a friend, a big client, whatever it might be. Now you get really, you know, something really personal and really, you know, that they'll love. And so there's this sort of like, you know, appropriate level of, uh, what you're sharing and how you're showing gratitude, um, that we try to, I like, instill in people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about the past couple of years during the pandemic and how things have changed with that. I, and it was read some stuff before, um, our interview earlier this morning, um, that, uh, you know, the pandemic is, was challenging for all of us, um, out here, but, um, you guys were able to navigate through that in a specific way. Yeah, I think, you know, two things that sort of resonated with our, our brand and how people used it. One, obviously, we were now apart. Um, and almost overnight, you're like, man, well, how am I going to stay connected? Right? I, I, I can't fly across the country right now and go meet that person. Right. I, I can't have that lunch with that client. Um, and so it was a way to show that you cared, right? And because it's all digital and done through email or Twitter or text message, um, you didn't even know, need to know where people were. And that was a really, I think, underrated thing. Even companies with HR. I mean, they weren't even sure where their people are working from. Uh, it wasn't necessarily at home, right? People went different places or yeah. parents, whatever it might be. Um, and so we gave them a way to, to stay connected without having to have that, you know, somewhat awkward conversation of, well, where are you? I'd like to send you something. Um, so it, it really allowed for that. Um, What's you your know, home address? I'd like to send yeah. some chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a, li a little strange, right? Sure, Versus sure. like, hey, I can surprise and delight you and, and do that type right. of thing. Um, we also found that um, events, you know, going virtual, um, this was great. You know, in my mind, I always kind of hated that you go up to that conference and you get your little bag of kind of junk that you inevitably just leave in the hotel room because you don't want to even carry it on the plane. Um, it's landfill fodder a lot of times, right? I don't need a scoop ball with your logo on it. Um, so now those events started being a little more thoughtful and a little more, okay, you're, you're going to be attending virtually. Um, I'm going to send you your breakfast, right? And I can do it right through thanks. And I can 
you know, we've got a feature where you could send to 5,000 people like with a click, right? You just wow. upload a spreadsheet. So everyone attending the conference can have their breakfast while they watch their speaker. Um, or maybe it's the book from the speaker who's talking, right? So it opened up new lines of business for us as well. Um, but honestly, the, the really fun part for us was like, uh, people took that extra second to be like, man, I really need to be grateful for things, right? And so the, the sort of messaging we were pushing, I think was resonating more of, you know, I got to take that step back and, and really be thoughtful. It's not just go, go, go. It's like, what do I care about and how do I want to be presented, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that made a big difference as well. Incredible. So um, what are you guys working on right now? What's, what's, on the, what's on the docket for 2022 and the platform? Any new features that are, that are being rolled out? Yeah, actually, um, speaking of landfill fodder with some of that swag stuff, um, we're going to launch a product uh, tentatively called Thanks Eco. And the thought here is, you know, we've got a lot of digital options, um, but we send a lot of physical items too. You can send wine or gift baskets and things through Thanks. Um, but Thanks Eco is going to basically call that down for you. Um, if you've got ESG initiatives or you frankly just care <laughs> about some of the things going on in the world, um, you'll be able to only have a uh, marketplace of sort of sustainable goods, digital goods. Um, and not only that, but if you did need to send something physical, you'll be able to um, connect to a system where you can basically up level a couple bucks to make it carbon neutral, um, to plant a tree, right? Just things that are, um, I think, in the forefront of a lot of people's minds, especially at larger companies. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, it's a choice. It's not going to be a, you know, forced on you in, in the platform. It's sort of how you, you want to work. Um, but it's going to be something we're offering. And then I think the next big thing for us is we're, we're really expanding internationally. Um, you know, it's makes all the sense in the world. You've got employees around, you've got clients, prospects. It's not the easiest thing in the world to ship to something uh, to Egypt or London or wherever you need to go. Um, but when I can get it to you instantly uh, in their own local currency and localized, uh, that seems to be a really, really big thing that a lot of our clients are asking for. Incredible. Well, it's clear that you guys are doing work that matters here work. That's, that's, um, that's, it's a human experience in addition to being a B2B solution is really what I'm taking, you know, from this conversation. We actually, our last guest on the show, uh, was a brand called day rise and they have a platform all about eco products and educating consumers and have a platform for businesses to offer the right kind of products. So it's funny that you had mentioned that it's just so refreshing to see that, you know, brands like yourself are, are leveraging technology to make sure that we are air quotes doing our part uh, when it comes to eco-friendly stuff and our environment and really caring about, uh, you know, what, what's taking place. So uh, that, that's definitely encouraging. I love that. That sounds like uh, an, an obvious next move uh, uh, for, for you guys. Um, so any, any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience as far as what you guys are doing over there? Thanks. I, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I love what you guys are doing. I'm excited to learn more about it. No, I appreciate that. And, and, you know, for us, it's really about that taking that moment to be thoughtful, right? Whether that's about, you know, eco and ESG, or it's about your relationships. It's um, we're just more and more in this digital world where everyone's just an email address or a screen. Um, and this is a way to, to your point, be human, right? We, we don't want to lose that. Even if we have to be apart or as we get more and more into, you know, digital and sequences and these, everything's automated. And it's like, man, there's still a human behind it all that makes that final decision. Absolutely. Um, and we're all kind of in it together. Right. So that's kind of our thought. And that's, that's what we want to sort of uh, not push on people, but uh, try to make people aware. And that's what we're here for. 
Absolutely. Well, I, I absolutely love uh, what the what the the work you guys have done here with Thanks, and I encourage you guys to to keep it up. It looks like you guys are not slowing down by any stretch uh, of the imagination, and it's been great to to chat with you for a few minutes and get to know you and get to know what you guys are doing there uh, at Thanks. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you, uh, you know, in the in the near future. I'm sure this is just the first of many opportunities for us to be able to continue to stay in touch and support what you guys uh, have going on over there. And Thanks. And if you're listening to this right now, you're thinking, I want to know more about thanks i got a brand that i need that for all of the links and contact information and being able to get in touch with uh, the thanks team is going to be included in the show notes well brendan thanks again brother for your time it's been great to chat with you and i just want to encourage you to keep up the great work thank you so much i truly appreciate it my pleasure until next time friends thanks so much for tuning into this episode of grit daily startup if you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Friends.